Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now here's Veterans Be Real. Because we are the brave. Yes, we are the brave. We'll fight you in All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, veteran Be Real listeners out there. Today, I have an honored guest with me today. He's a friend of mine. We've met a while back, and we've been communicating, talking, sharing, becoming brothers. Uh, so this this gentleman here that I'm about to introduce you guys to today is an amazing young man. He, he does a lot of great things in the veteran community. He's got a podcast. He just started another podcast. He's got a business he runs. So there's a lot of great things going on. So Richard Kaufman, hello, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you uh, so much for having me on. I, I'm truly appreciative of coming, be able to hang out today. No, man, it, having you on has been, a, has been a, I've been waiting. I know we've missed each other a few times trying to get this link known on, but I, I've been excited to have you on. I know you got a, the good thing, everybody out there listening to this is Richard. Richard has a passion for veterans and a passion for things. And him and a friend of mine, Ryan Hunt, they're doing a, a, a summit coming up here pretty soon. It's on mental health for the military. And I think it's going to be a great thing for us to talk about real quick. Uh, but Richard, so talk to us a little bit about this summit and what the impact is going to have on our veteran community. Uh, the summit is called Today I Decide. It's going to be April 3rd. So if anybody wants to find out any more information, go into your toolbar and type in hashtag Today I Decide, and it'll come up on everything. But what it is, is about two months ago, um, me and, you know, our guest, I mean, our, our uh, we were on Veteran Social uh, Summit that we had about two months ago. And I told my story about the day I, I attempted suicide. And somehow my video went viral. And people started saying, you know, we need to have a summit on mental health. So that's when um, Annette and, and Ryan and um, a bunch of people said, hey, let's do it. You know, there's a lot of people that are struggling out there. So we decided to have a, a, ment a mental health summit. And now I think we have like 12 different speakers and it's going to be on the mind, the body and the spirit. So it's going to be an interesting day and it's free for everybody. There's no cost. So and it's going to be on Facebook and Zoom. So it'll be free for everybody. So everybody can join. Yeah, so everybody listening to check the show notes after the show because all that information will be in the show notes. You guys can link in, check it out, get tickets, and kind of make get make sure you got in there. Uh, it's going to be big. I know they've asked me to speak on it because I have 20 years of experience in mental health in the Army, so I actually dealt with soldiers with mental health. I was a combat stress control NCOIC. I was all that kind of stuff in the Army. So uh, they've asked me to do a little quick uh, I don't know, recording to just kind of give people an insight of different things. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it, but I'm going to try to. But uh, I'm excited about watching, especially the replay. If I don't get to see it live, I'll definitely watch the replay because I think there's value for all of us as veterans to know the signs and symptoms of what to look for in our battle buddies that might be out there in the community that are struggling a little bit. Because I had a talk the other day about this. So, you know, PTSD and all that stuff is bad. I have it. Most of us have it that we're in the, in the service that serve. But PTSD is not what's killing soldiers. It's depression. All right. It's depression that comes from the PTSD. PTSD is sucks. 
I hate having nightmares. I hate seeing things. I hate having all this stuff, but it, it doesn't push me to kill myself. It just reminds me all the shit I went through, which then puts me into a depression, which then is that rabbit hole that you can't get out of because that's when you start feeling the guilt and the anger and those emotions get drived up. Right. So those are the things you got to pay attention to with your battle buddies out there. If you're a veteran or you're active duty right now and you're listening, pay attention to your peers, make sure they're not going into that thing. Are there, you know, guys that are, don't let them become barrack rats, you know, so don't let them stay in the barracks and just hang out, get them outside, take them out and do things in the community, go out and do stuff, take them paintballing or whatever, just get them out, but do something right. Because depression is the most dangerous mental health condition in the world. People think there's all these other conditions that are like, you know, schizophrenia and all this other crazy shit, bipolar. No, none of them are as bad as depression because depression is what takes you down that rabbit hole. And it's so hard to get out of that rabbit hole. Once you get, you get too deep into depression, there's just, there's almost no way for you to get out unless you have a battle buddy that come and pick, like literally picks you up and lifts you up and says, no, come on, we're going out. We're going to go do something. We're going to get out of the house or whatever. So just be careful because this summit is going to be huge. I think it's going to be, Annette, I know I love Annette. I've known her for a while now too. And she's the, she's the, She's just the most warm-hearted young lady woman I've ever met. And she's a mom and she's a veteran and she's also a military spouse. So she's got every base covered. So she's going to be huge on that. I think doing Ryan is a great guy. He's going to help you run that thing. Perfect. So I think it's going to be great, Rich. So I'm excited to see it, man. Yeah. But I'll be the last speaker. Uh, I'm not an opener, but I, I'll be the closer. You're the closer. Yeah. You're kind of the closer guy. Yeah. You're the closer. Right. And we've talked about this before. Like, okay, so this is the thing. Now we're going to get a little bit into you personally, Rich. Now I've known you for a while and every time I see you, you're wearing that hat or a hat. I know that hat just got made for you because that's got the old JD's patch on there, the, the comeback coach, right? Because if you guys aren't aware of, uh, if you haven't heard of um, Clubhouse, Clubhouse is an Apple. Right now it's Apple only format. It's like a social media thing, but it's where you get to listen and talk to each other. It's not social media where you're typing and stuff. You actually go into rooms and then people are talking in there and you can raise your hand and come up and talk. And Rich has got a huge following already in there. He's got a lot of people that connect with him. I follow him in there. So when I see him in a room, I jump in to see what he's talking about, see if I can help him or get involved. So, Rich, tell us a little bit about the hat and what's going on in Clubhouse for you. Okay, well, to the, the hat. Um, the hat. It's, I got to wear a hat on every uh, episode that I do. It's not because I'm losing hair, obviously. Yeah, obviously not hair issues. Yeah, you got the, you got the mullet going good. You're good. <laughs> but... Um, about five or six years ago, when I first started to help veterans that were struggling, me and my wife went to go see American Sniper. And I got so moved by Chris's story that when I got home that night, I got in touch with Chris, Chris's wife and his family. And uh, I promised her that every show that I go on, I'm going to wear a hat in honor of Chris because he was always wearing a hat usually anywhere he went. Yep. And and I said I was going to mention him in every interview that I do just so his, you know, his uh, legacy doesn't get forgotten. And not only that, but just to let people know that he died trying to help somebody struggling with PTSD yeah, and that there's people out there that are willing to up to take their own life to help you out. So yeah. that's the only reason I wear it just to honor Chris and his memory. And just to let people know that, you know, there's people out there that are willing to almost die for you to make sure you're okay. Well, yeah, you look at it too, just from because I've, I've reached out to the Kyle, the Kyle Foundation a few times because I run a nonprofit here in Texas myself. And I actually, I'm going to be, this is where I get really into this. I think Chris was more of a hero for what he was doing after he got out of service than what he did when he was in service. Because when we're in service, we do what we're supposed to do as soldiers, SEALs, whatever you are as a job. And he did a, a courageous job as a SEAL protecting Marines and doing the things he did and all the stuff he was accomplished. But what he did once he figured out how he could impact the community he lived in when he got out by being at the VA and working with those guys, 
And unfortunately, he ran into one of those guys that just was, you know, there was other issues going on and it got deeper. And there's probably a little bit of jealousy and other things that went on with that whole situation because of who Chris was. But I think I honestly classify Chris as more of a hero for what he did after he got out of service and what he did when he was in service. I appreciate what he did when he was in service because he was a hell of a SEAL and he was a hell of a soldier, you know, a hell of a military guy. But what he did after had more honor to me than what he did when he was in because he was help, trying to help those guys that were struggling with the transition and, and the issues that they had. So, yeah, the Kyle Foundation is amazing, guys. So check that out. That'll be in the show notes, too. You can look up their foundation and check it out. But I know his wife and his their team are still doing a lot of amazing things to work with soldiers, families that are dealing with soldiers with PTSD and all those other things. So they're great. So, yeah, that's an honorable thing, Rich. And I, pre I can appreciate that from a soldier standpoint that you do that. That's awesome. So thanks. And Clubhouse, it's just, you know, um, it's just another way. For me, it's easy. It's easier because if you guys are watching this, um, I'm 80% blind. So Clubhouse is an audio only thing. So it's a lot easier for me to yeah. get along and talk to people because I don't have to worry about setting up Zooms and all that. Yep. But, but Clubhouse, for me, it's been great because I've met a lot of, you know, different people. And I get to, you know, I have rooms, but my rooms are very small. Yep. And I think there's a reason behind that because this way I can intimately know people and get to know people because I don't care about, the you know, being seen next to so-and-so is a big star. That doesn't matter to me. It matters to me that I'm able to talk to somebody. And if they're struggling and they're hurting, I can talk to them right there. And, you know, let them know that it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, and that's what I love about you, Rich, because you don't go in there with the attitude of, I want to meet Grant Cardone or all these other rich, famous people. You're in there to see if you can help any of the veterans or who might be in there that just might need a friend to lean to, lean on and talk to. That's why your rooms are always, I jump in your rooms when I see them just because I want to support what you're doing. And I also want to listen too, because there might be something I could do to help these guys or gals out. So I want to make sure that I'm in there giving you know, whatever input I can, but you're, you're well, and I, and I want to know, just, just throwing this out there that I was talking about you, not even 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, Cause I was talking to one of the directors of the, the veterans administration mm -hmm. out of California. And we were talking about how, you know, when you were talking in the, the social summit, you know, that once you step off base, the military don't give a shit about you and your phone stops ringing. So I just want to let you know that I've brought your name up at least a hundred times in conversations on my podcast. I, and I talk about you a lot too. When I talk to any of my battle buddies here, like I, I still go to veteran group therapy groups. Like I go to just be in those rooms, help these guys that they're struggling, like make sure they know that we're here for them or whatever. So I got two or three groups that I go to here locally that I just show up every week, sit down in the room and listen to what's going on. And, and I talk about that all the time. I said, like, you know, that, that feeling of just, because the thing of like Rich was just talking about when you leave the military you are no longer an asset to the army or the whatever branch you in. So they no longer care about you because you're no longer an asset to them. You separate, you decided to move on and do something different. So they're just like, all right, see you. And literally like you're cut off and you have to rebuild now that whole, that whole side of who you were as a soldier. Now you have to rebuild that as a veteran and you got to find those groups of veterans or people in veteran. That's why the Facebook group veterans, the vet, veteranpreneur tribe has been so amazing in my life because I've met so many wonderful veterans in there so many wonderful people in there and we become friends over time. And even though it's all virtual in the beginning, but then I'm in zoom rooms with them and then I'm in doing this and I'm doing that with them and I'm in there and you just build relationships so fast. And I like, I know right now, if I picked the phone up and had to call rich, he'd answer. And I know the in reverse, he would call me, I would answer. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's not that we've ever met each other face to face. We've never been each other. Like we've never gone to lunch together. We never had, but because of the relationship we've built through, social media and the opportunities that we've had to meet because of veteranpreneur tribe because i met rich in the veteranpreneur tribe just hey i messaged him we messaged each other and all of a sudden boom it blew up into a bigger thing and now 
I consider Rich a very close friend. I consider him a brother. And we've never, I've never sat down with Rich and had lunch with him. I've never sat down with, maybe one day we'll get there. We'll get to meet up somewhere and hook up. But that's my goal. A lot of these guys. Hey, is look, that, I'm wearing your clothes. Well, you know, you're combat boxing it, but I appreciate you, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, um, and that's the other thing, Rich, I started a company called Combat Box. A lot of you know that. And it's a subscription-based service of a veteran-owned company that only carries veteran-owned products in the box. Rich signed up immediately. And then, boom, he got a box at first. And he loves his shirt he's wearing. Plus, he got other stuff I sent him there. And he gets a box every month from me. And what that does, not only is he supporting me, but he's supporting every other veteran that has a product in that box because by him buying that box, he's supporting a whole bunch of veterans all at once. And they're all and they're all businessmen and women that have product in those boxes. So, you know, that's what the Vetrepreneur Tribe is about. It's about bringing us all together to support each other, to make our businesses explode and grow and make it where we can be successful as businessmen now that we're out of the military. So that's kind of what it's about. So if you're interested in that, check that out. That'll be in the show notes too. So you can go check it out if you're a veteran. You can sign up for the group and you can get in the group with us. But Rich, I want to talk to you now about your podcast and what you're doing with your podcast and how you're expanding it and growing into what you're doing. So let's talk about your podcast real quick. Well, you know, my I well, the way I started the podcast is I was in the health and fitness industry for over 32 years. Wow. Um, I, I got hurt. Uh, I went blind. So I had to find something to do instead of sitting around the house and being depressed and, you know, maybe getting into the bottle or taking stuff I'm not supposed to take. So I started a podcast and it was just about supplements and, and health and fitness. But then um, I decided, you know what, I want to help other people that are struggling. So I started a podcast called success, your why powers your how. Yep. And it's just um, interviewing people that have been through struggles, whether it's in life, business, you know, um, whatever that is, and letting telling us how they got through the other side. And, you know, now it's just growing and growing. I mean, it's still a small podcast. I think we've only had less than 10,000 downloads. Um, I don't make any money off of it. I don't want to make any money off of it. Um, I have like 20 sponsors and they're all veterans. So it's 100% veteran 100% of the time. But it's just a, a place where people can, you know, share their experience strength and hope and other people can listen and be like oh maybe my business is struggling maybe i should listen to this because you know like i interviewed um a gentleman he's a a a nine-figure earner and he was just you know and he was a 16 16 he uh dropped out of high school at 16 years old and he just told the story so maybe if somebody can get a little something out of that you know then it's all worth having the podcast like i said it's just a labor of love for me yeah, and I've been on the podcast, and we talked a little bit on when I was on there. It was great, and it was great. and you know, like my podcast, hundred percent veteran. I've only got one sponsor right now. I'm not in it to make money off it. I'm in it to help my fellow veterans get through their struggles of transitioning. And then these new episodes are talking about my new episodes are talking about veterans who started businesses, so the entrepreneur side of it. So if there's guys getting out of the military thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, I want them to hear from other veterans who have done it, so they can learn from their mistakes and or grow from it or hear something and go, yeah, that makes sense too. So I'm going to try that. So. That's why I think, you know, Rich, that's why I love you so much, man, because it's, you're like a lot like me as far as I'm just trying to make sure I'm helping as many veterans as I can help. I'm not trying to benefit from it. I'm not trying to make money. I don't make any money off the podcast. I pay out of my pocket for my podcast because I only have one sponsor and God bless him. And he's a great guy. And he gives me a hundred bucks a month, which helps me with a little bit of the editing or whatever, but I pay for, you know, I spend four to $500 a month on editing and, and, and the website and the, you know, all the stuff to support my website and, 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 but it's worth it to me because in the end it's worth it. Cause I'm, I, you know, I, I'm like you, I don't have about, I probably had about 5,000 downloads, but I was a number three ranked 
podcast on the veteran host of podcast just because of the reviews I have on mine, because even though there's only a few downloads, but evidently the reviews I got on that podcast <laughs> magazine were bigger than, so it ranked me up, but you know, it's not about numbers for me. It's about impact for me. It's about, is my podcast making an impact on these veterans that are listening or soldiers that are listening to it? And is it helping them? And that's what matters to me. And I think that's you know, you know, what's funny thing is about podcasting. I just want to put, you know, just tell a little funny story. There's a, somebody in our group. I'm not going to mention his name, but he's a big dog. And I asked him to come on the podcast and he's like, no, you know, you're still too small. So after I posted in the group that I was uh, interviewing general Petraeus, uh, I get an email. He's like, dude, uh, when do you want me to come on the show? And I'm like, uh, didn't you just tell me that I was small, a small change? Yeah, so it's small, amazing. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when you start unfortunately, doing- yeah, yeah, unfortunately, in the veteran world, there's still some of those guys that think they're more important than everybody else because they make more money than us or whatever. But like, yeah, I had I had Sergeant Major Troxel on. Right. He was the SEAC, which is the senior enlisted advisor to the, of the military. So he was over the Sergeant Major of the Army, Sergeant Major of the Air Force, Sergeant Major, the, you know, chief of the Navy all those things, but I had him on my show. Then all of a sudden I had all these people wanting to be on my show. Yeah. I just had Sergeant Major Jack Tilly. Sergeant Major of the Army Jack Tilly just called me from my nonprofit to make a donation to us. And I asked him, hey, sir, would you be interested in coming on my podcast? He goes, of course I would, John. No, no, no. So now I'm going to have Sergeant Major of the Army retired Jack Tilly on my show too. So now I know yeah. I'm going to be able to get, you know, other veterans. Like, well, he had Sergeant Major Tilly and he had Sergeant Major Troxel. Then I, you know, okay. But I'm like, yeah, I gotta, there's a few of those guys in the tribe too. That's the sad thing, guys out there. You know, there's still guys in the tribe or in the military or whatever that still think they're above the rest of us because they make more money than us or they had a higher rank than us when they got out or whatever. So, yeah, you're still going to deal with that from time to time. But like Rich said, once he had such and such on, now all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants to come on the show. Yeah, because like now, you know, I just interviewed Brent Gleason, a Navy SEAL. He's got a book out called Embrace Your Suck. And uh, we were talking about how him and Chris, they were actually uh, teammates. Wow. And they were buds together. So it's pretty cool when you start just just getting to meet different people. And for me, you know, I only have a ninth grade education formerly. But it seems like I'm getting an MBA in business just by interviewing all these great people like yourself. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, brother. You're a billionaire when it comes to relationship value because you like me, me and you after this, even after the show, I'm going to talk to you about here's some names of the guys I, I'm going to give them. I want to refer these guys to you to be on your podcast. You can send some of those guys to be to my so we can yeah. help each other expand our, our vision of what we're trying to accomplish because you get those stories. And that's the thing, too. These guys that come on our show, a lot of them just want to get their story out there or get their version of whatever out there. And the more podcasts that they're on, the more visibility they get. So we're helping them, too, because then their story is getting out there bigger, you know. Um, you know, like when, Ryan, like when Ryan Henriksen, you know, came on, I mean, he's got nine deployments <laughs> and, you know, he like blew off his foot and he's back on duty in a year. And I'm like, you know, just so many great things and people, you know, it's all like you said, it's all about building relationships. You know, like Stephen says, you know, it's all about relationship capital. It is. It's all about. And I tell you, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Kuhn and that guy is just an amazing human being. Uh, him and Lane both are doing great things, right? So I talked to Stephen about that, and he goes, listen, man, he goes, the value of what you provide is way more, is worth way more than money because you're getting people's voices out there. You're doing things to help people get their stuff out there and get recognized for what they're doing. Uh, I'm getting ready to sign up, but I just signed with the veteran, uh, the Variety TV network that I'm going to be on, that I'm going to get veteran businesses on there for $15 a month. Their business is going to be all over their website, all over the show. They're going to get all kinds of stuff, all these opportunities they're going to have. You can be, you can be, I don't care if you have a podcast, or if you have a business where you sell, you know, trinkets or you have a service business that you have that you help soldiers like coaching or whatever, 
All those businesses have the opportunity to come on to this with me for $15 a month. It's $180 for the whole year. But you're going to be on TV. You're going to be on their website. You're going to be on their merchant site. They're going to all this stuff. So the, the opportunity for you to blow up is huge. And that's what I've been promoting through the Vet Tribe and everything else. It's like, hey, you sign up now and get in here. You're going to be in. I can only do this for so long. And then I have to shut the door. So it's, you know, you got now until the end of the month or whatever. And then I have to shut the door. And then you're just not going to be into this. And then you're going to lose out on this opportunity to be reached by their show last year had they did over a hundred million dollars, raised over a hundred million dollars to the organizations that they supported. Plus they had over, I think it was like 52 million views on their show. So, I mean, like there, you're talking over a million show, a million people watch it a week. And that's, that's crazy. crazy that the visibility, like your podcast would get, if you were on there with me and then, because I'm going to be the guy they're talking to say, which business do you want us to promote this week, Nick? Give us a list of five and I'm going to be able to pick which one. And then they're going to pop up. They're going to make commercials. So during the show, the commercial can pop up about your business, about your podcast, Rich. It'll pop up on a TV commercial and people will see it. So there's a huge opportunity. And that's the thing, like, I think 15 bucks a month. Come on, man. You, you spend more than that at McDonald's when you go to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Just don't go to McDonald's once this month and you could be on this thing and be advertised for a year. Yeah. It's, it's just the opportunity is crazy. So, you know, it's about that. But, you know, the big thing to, to wheel this all back in, the big thing about all this is just about our community, our veteran community. And all you listening out there that are active duty right now, you're going to be a part of this veteran community, whether you like it or not, because when you get out of service, you're a veteran, right? I know a lot of soldiers think they're veterans while they're serving. You're not a veteran while you're serving. You're a veteran after you've served. That's the, def the definition. You're an active duty military member right now. You're a soldier, sailor, Marine, airman, or Coast Guardsman, right? But when you get out, it doesn't matter what branch you were in because now you're just a veteran. And that's the beautiful thing about it. That's why I try to tell all my veterans. Yeah, we all tell what branch we're in because we all like to give each other little jabs. Like when we meet guys that eat Marines or we meet Air Force guys, we give them a little jab because we were all active duty military at one point, right? But the end result is we're all in the same club now. We're all veterans. And that's what's beautiful about it. Doesn't matter what branch you were in. Doesn't matter what uniform you were. What matters now is that we're all in the same boat together. We're all in this big, I call it the big, you know, um, the big ocean liner that we're all jumped on after we got out of the military to kind of support each other to get on the same ship. You know what I'm saying? So we're all going in the same direction, but it's a beautiful thing, man. All right. So we talked about your podcast. We talked about the event coming up, but we really haven't talked about you that much. So let's talk about you and some of the business things you've done since you got out of the military and some of the success you've had as a, as a businessman and or failures. So we can talk a little bit about what you did to get through those things. Uh, well, uh, during, during the whole, because I was in the National Guard and Army, so I did a total of 23 years. But uh, anytime I was in the military or anytime we were deployed anywhere, I always had a job at the GNC or at the vitamin shop or at the gym. So I was always in the health and fitness industry. And I worked with guys from Major League Baseball, um, WWE, NFL, uh, NBA, a former world heavyweight boxing champion, ran his training camp when he fought for the world title. Um, but I've always been in the health and fitness industry. And, uh, and I got a job at one of my friends. Well, now he's my best friend. Uh, he had a, a general nutrition store and he was doing, I think he, the year I started, I think he, he was doing 500 a year, 500,000 a year. Within three years, we hit uh, 1.4 million. And, um, and it, there was no social media back then. It was just uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, doing old school work. Yeah, so I think that was, that's been my, you know, my biggest success, you know, in business and well, of course the podcast, but I, it, I don't consider it business because I don't make money off of it. So for me, it's not a business, but you know, I've had some uh, losses. I've, I've started a couple of business that went bankrupt 
because I didn't know, you know, like I was in a t-shirt company. I had t-shirts and hats at one point. I didn't realize, you know, that I was trying to sell the most t-shirts I could, but I was selling them at a deep discount and didn't realize I had to pay taxes at the end of the year. I had an eBay business and I didn't realize how quick the charges mounted up and I went bankrupt. So a lot of stuff I had to learn the hard way to, you know, if you're in business, please make sure you know your margins. That was the biggest thing that I learned, you know, with being with GN, the just GNC for 11 years was learning your margins and learning, you know, how much something costs, how much it costs to market, how much it costs to sell and how much you got to pay taxes on it. And a lot, of, I think a lot of guys or people that get out of the military, like I say on my show, they all want to come out and start t-shirts, hat company, a coffee company or liquor. Six months later, they're in debt for 10 grand and now they're bankrupt. They don't know what the hell just happened. So I think they need to, you know, before you do anything, you know, definitely. Um, I, I talked to uh, one, the gentleman in, um, in, in the tribe. He's in charge of uh, franchises, Joel Stewart. Yeah, I mean, Joel, close yeah, great a great book and it's all about setting up an SOP of a business before you start a business. And that's crucial guys. If you're listening, cause I'm telling you, he's not bullshitting. When you get into business, right? You, if you don't know your margins, you're not going to be successful because you got to know what your cost is, what your sale point is, what your margin between that is. So what your, what your profit is. And then out of your profit, what's the tax is going to be on your profit? Because that's where it's going to come back. Because your profit might be a dollar or something, but your taxes might be 80 cents on that. So you're really, your only profit's only 20 cents. So you have to be careful that you sit down with the right people and build out the whole, like you just said, the SOP or the actual, the actual business plan so you can lay out because you want to see what your margins are going to be based on your cost for shirts, your cost for the printer, your cost for the ink your cost for the shipping, your cost for the sale. Are you collecting sales tax? Yada, yada, yada. All that stuff manages out. And then you got to look at, okay, if that printer cost me $15,000 to buy this print direct printer, direct ink print thing kind of thing. And I've got 20,000 to start this business. That's already three quarters of my money. Now I got to hire somebody to help me run the shop because I can't do it all myself. I might try to do it all myself at the beginning, but eventually I'm going to hire. So you have to look at these margins because I'm telling you right now, I started a liquor company, a coffee company, all day, everything. I have t-shirts, I've had everything you wish said, but I had laid out all my margins first. So I knew what I had to do in sales to be successful. I know every month what my sales goal has to be for me to make money. I know at the end of every month, I have to sell X amount of shirts, X amount of hats, X amount of coffee, X amount of liquor for all those companies to be successful. And if I don't meet those goals, I'm going to take a hit that month because I still got to pay the tax man at the end of the, at the end of the year. So luckily a lot of it, I pay my taxes as I go, I pay them quarterly. So I, I kind of alleviate some of that, but you got to really do some research because it's not just as easy as people think just to start a business. You might have a great idea like combat boxes, great idea. But if I wouldn't have laid out the margins and, uh, and now I work with a guy and his name is Israel Duran. He's helped me. He, he actually bought into my company because he gave me an evaluation of 5.5 million and I've only had the company over three months. I'm like, where are you getting that number? He goes, because of your niche and your potential, but I can market this and we can make money. I said, all right, but we got to look now at margins. And that's our next, we have a meeting tomorrow about going over our margins again to make sure our margins are going to be right to be able to sustain that type of impact for if I go from 80 subscribers one month, now I got a thousand. How am I going to pay for all that? You know, how am I going to have enough boxes? Am I going to have enough this? Am I going to have enough that? So we're having a meeting for that. So there's a lot more to business than just having a great idea. And, you know, like even Damon John says, you know, because I'm a big, uh, shark guy, you know, but I talked to Damon before and, um, you know, like a lot of people, when they go in front of the sharks, um, if you're not into your business a hundred percent, 
99% of the time, they're not going to be, they're not going to invest in your business if you're not in, if you're not invested in your business. And if you don't have a, a real business plan, then you don't have a business, you have a hobby. And that's what it boils down to. You got something, it's just, it's just a, a side, what I like to call a side hustle. Because there's a lot of side hustles out there. You hear guys on, you watch TikTok or you watch all these things, they get these side hustles to go to Amazon and do this and make some extra money. Those are hustles. But if you want to start a business, you have to put the work into it. You have to put the effort into it. Like Rich just said, you got to be 100% invested in it. You got to be putting 100 hours a week into it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because when you take it in front of investors, they want to see that you're actually invested and that you're actually going to make it work and not, hey, it's a 10-minute thing. So it's important, guys. So pay attention. I also, you know, I also think that's where relationship capital comes into play a lot. You know, because just because you have a business and you're a veteran, that don't mean people are going to buy from you. Nope. at all and you're going to get a lot of haters you're going to get people who are going to hate on you because you're a veteran and starting a business so you just have to hook up with the right people and you know find your right tribe which i i say the veteranpreneur tribe is the best um best group in facebook yeah without a doubt because it's it's pulled my ass out of so many fires brandon cox he's a he's mm-hmm. a cpa man i just hired him to run my franchise and then i'm going to be opening up five more franchises this year and he's going to be the CPA for all five of them to make sure my financial stuff, my taxes, everything is done right. So all I have to do is cash checks and then put in, and then he's going to take care of this because I don't have the knowledge base in that stuff. And that's the other thing you have to admit to yourself. There's certain things you're going to be strong and good at, and there's certain things you're going to be weak at and have need help. And like me, I'm great at, I can do the margins. I can do all that, but I don't know how to pay such and such. Or who, but that's why you, you find another fellow veteran like Brandon Cott, who's like, this guy is like the dictionary when it comes to the tax law. I mean, this dude, he regurgitated things to me. I didn't even know where, where there were even laws. So I, so I hired him. I pay him whatever I pay him a month and he runs my business for me. So he takes care of all the, all the finances go through him. And then he just cuts checks. He writes all the checks to everybody for me, everything. So yeah. he really eliminated a lot of stress for me because now I can focus on just marketing my business and getting people to come into the business and da, da, da. And that's the easy part. That's the easy part. The hard part is the stuff behind the scenes. So it, it's really a matter, you guys, yeah. And sometimes you just have to ask for help. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to learn how – I didn't. I don't know crap about TikTok. I didn't know anything about TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I put a, you know, I message, I put a thing out in the group. And the gentleman named Brandon Hautop, um taught me, he took time out, taught me how to be effective on TikTok. Yep. And now all of a sudden we got like 24,000, you know, likes and, ha- and stuff. But I didn't know anything. So I had to ask for help. Yep. And don't be afraid to ask for help. That's yeah, what people- I, I literally just started Combat Box on TikTok. And I'm actually starting to do, now we're going to be doing videos of us packing the boxes up and all to, to get more followers, to get people to subscribe and support us, buy a one-time box, whatever. And it's just, it's a slow marketing thing, but I mean, you got to learn how to do it right. Cause I, like you said, I had a guy show me the right way to do it, how to start it up and then slowly just start following some people to build up your, you know, your reputation that you're following. And then all of a sudden put some videos out and then start doing, you got to, and you said that the, he told me the key thing is you've got to be repetitive. You got to probably do one once a day or twice a day yeah. and you got to stay on it because TikTok moves so fast. There's so many videos that get posted. You got to move. So yeah. And you definitely, if you're in business, uh, the last thing I'm going to say is you definitely have to niche down you can't be praying and spraying and expect to hit any targets and or at least not kill anything because you know you're just you're you're being everything to everybody and not reaching anyone yeah so just niche down if you can all right so this is this this was great rich thanks for coming on man this was very valuable to me personally i think it's gonna be very valuable to a lot of veterans and soldiers and and airmen and navy you know all the active duty guys that are listening right now 
there are niches out there that you're going to find when you get out. Some of you are going to get out, just go to college and then try to find a job. All right. That's fine. Do that. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. But some of you are going to want to start your own business because you don't want to work for anybody because you work for a boss for all these years. You're in the military and you got treated a certain way and you didn't like it. So now you don't want to have to answer. So, uh, so just get involved with the Vetrepreneur Tribe. Get in there and get involved. Be active in there a little bit. Reach out. Ask questions. Because if you ask one question in the tribe, 100 people will respond to you. And out of that 100 people, 80% of those are going to be valuable information. 20% will be just bullshit guys giving you shit or whatever because, you know, we're all veterans. But the bigger thing is there's going to be guys and gals in there that are going to reach out to help you. So that's the thing. So use the resources you have available. And the Vetrepreneur Tribe is probably the most important thing I could tell you about because it's going to get you started in business if you're thinking about starting a business. The reason they call it Vetrepreneur is like entrepreneur. But they're saying you as a veteran and everybody in there is a veteran entrepreneur. So we're all going to want to help you because we all want you to be successful. And, and it's free. You. There's no and charge. There's it's no it's free. free in it. Yeah. Now you can join the warrior council like I did. And, and it's like 40 foot, 45 yeah. bucks a month or whatever. And then every week we meet with all the guys in the tribe, which are the more of the high end guys, the, the bigger players in, yeah. in the tribe. And then you can really get direct one-on-one with them. And I, I find tremendous value in there for 50 bucks a month or whatever I spend. It's way worth it because I probably made $10,000 off that group off that warrior council and just production and things I'm doing in my business and the way I can go with it. Because this whole thing that just happened with the TV network wouldn't have happened without the vet tribe. And it wouldn't happen without warrior council because my name got out to somebody. And then somebody passed my name out. Like Rich said, he was talking about me with somebody. Guess what? Somebody out there was talking about me to somebody. And then this guy called me and wants to use me as his veteran business that he wants to highlight. And da, da, da. And then he wants me to bring on veterans with me. So that's what he wanted. He wanted to find one veteran business. That's going to be the face but then have me bring everybody else on. And then I get to hand select the people that we put on the show and all that stuff, blah, blah. So of course the people I've worked with that supported me, whatever, they will be the first ones up in the, in the, in the shoot when I go and then I get their businesses blown up and that's what I want to do. So that's how it works. So thank you, Rich. You, you're an amazing, like always brother, you're my brother from another mother. So I love you. And I, and I appreciate everything about what you're doing, especially in this, in the mental health community, what we're doing with, the, with, with what you're doing with the net and Ryan, those guys for the summit is going to be huge. So remember, guys, check out the show notes at the end of the show. Make sure you check out the websites. We'll all be there. Uh, we'll link up with Richard. Make sure we get all the contact stuff for the video. Like he said, all that will be in the show notes. So check it out, and we'll see you, see you next time. Rich, thanks again for being on the show, brother. We look forward to the next time I get a chance to talk to you, my man. Thank you so much. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us because we got your back. Till next time, everyone, I'm out of here. Oh,